Hey, Story Pirates podcast listeners, Lee here. Today, the Story Pirates track down Eric and Peter, who have been busy constructing a very strange theme park near Coney Island. If you're a brand new listener, feel free to keep listening here, or you can go back all the way to season one, episode one, and follow us from the beginning. That episode's called I Love a Ghost slash Fred the Carrot, and it's a great place to start. The search for Eric and Peter in NYC begins, coming up right after these quick words for the grown-ups. Hey, grown-ups! We are so incredibly grateful to you for listening to Story Pirates. Season 6 was really, really fun to make, and we're so excited for Season 7 right around the corner. To help us make the Story Pirates podcast the best it can be, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you could take a few minutes to fill it out. You'll be able to tell us what you like about the Story Pirates podcast and what you'd like to see us do in the future. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm slash kids. That's realm, spelled R-E-A-L-M, dot F-M slash kids. And as a thank you, everyone who fills it out can enter to win a prize pack from a whole bunch of different kids' podcasts, including Story Pirates! Pretty cool. Again, that website is realm.fm slash kids. Thank you. Now back to the show. Hey, grown-ups! If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode 7 this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met, and as you heard, a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream, and in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grown-ups and probably older kids. Grown-ups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. Ah, wow. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune into King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Now arriving at Corny Island. Doors opening. Uh... Corny Island? Doesn't she mean Coney Island? No, Coney Island's over there. This is Corny Island. I think they call it that because it used to be a cornfield. Used to be. It still is. Eric! That explains all the corn. Lee, Nemini, Smitty, Megan, Siegfried, Rolo. Phew, I was afraid I'd forgotten everyone's names. Did you just read them off your hand? What? No, don't be silly, Rolo. I'm Rolo. Okay, sure. Anyway, I'm so glad you guys made it out of here. Peter and I have been super hard at work building our own theme park. A theme park? Yeah, it's like a place where kids go to ride rides and have fun, and where adults go when they need to think about all the choices they made that led them here. No, I know what a theme park is. Really? Because it seems like you don't. 
I just mean, I didn't know you and Peter were building one. Oh, we are. And don't think you're getting free tickets just because you know us. We may be contractually obligated to do the podcast. Who keeps telling you that? But we are not contractually obligated to give out any discounts. Isn't that right, Peter? That's right. Welcome to my cornfield. Destroy it. I've been told I've had an overactive imagination. It makes me feel cozy. Ding. Your pen and paper have arrived. I just feel happy for making somebody else feel happy. I write most of my stories for fun. There's so much out there that we'll probably never know. The Story Pirates. Welcome back to the Story Pirates podcast, where we take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs. And also, we're under attack! A giant metal man covered in tubes and canisters just fell out of the sky! He's terrifying. Terrifying, I say. Terrifying? Don't say that, Megan. I'm not terrifying! He knows my name. Stand behind me, everyone! I shall protect you from this fearsome monstrosity! Whoa, 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 guys. We're not under attack. It's just Peter. What? What? That's Peter? Yeah. He's dressed up as our mascot, Kooky Carl, the magical metal wizard who bakes cookies for all the boys and girls. What? That's the mascot? Yeah. For your theme park. That's right. For kids? Yeah. What's the problem? My problem, personally, is that it's the scariest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Also, why is he called Carl instead of Peter? Sometimes I call myself Carl. I'm sorry, but no. Peter. It's Carl. (sighs) You have to change absolutely everything about this. Really? Stop it. Stop talking like that. Okay, okay, I'm stopping. No, no, I said stop. I'm trying to. It says once you get into the kooky Carl character, I really lock in. It just becomes part of me. (laughs) Sorry. Okay, okay, let's all take a second to calm down. Obviously, we all agree that Peter and Eric made a terrible decision that will give us all nightmares for the rest of our lives. Sorry. I feel bad. So let's reset. Help Peter unstrap these oversized canisters of cookie dough from his metal robot suit and listen to a story. Yeah! Here's the author to introduce it. Hi, I'm Sebastian. I'm 11 years old and I live in Texas. And this is my story, The Staple Removing Comedian. Ah, another day at the office. Except it isn't. Today is the day that I, Benny Ramos, will finally bond with my coworkers. Everyone is gathered at the water cooler. Hey, Carrie. Hey, Max. Working hard or you hardly working? Excuse me? I I said, are you working hard or perhaps maybe you're hardly working? Oh, we're working hard. We're just taking a quick water break. Gosh! Oh, I I was just joking. Let's get out of here, Carrie. I feel judged. Wait, I... Oh, I blew it. Somehow I offended them? I need some help from my mom. Mom, I'm home. Benny, how was work? Not great. I don't know how to be myself around my coworkers. Honey, you have such a winning personality. You're always making us laugh at home. I just get so nervous. I understand, Benny. Lucky for you, I have something in the attic that I think will help you feel confident and cool. 
Mom, stop trying to get me to wear your vintage blazers. Shoulder pads are over. No, I'm not talking about clothes. Look under the pile of old blankets. All right, here I go. Oh, there's so much junk up here in this attic. Ugh, Mom, there's like 10 blanket piles up here. Which is it? Hmm, I guess I'll try this one. What? A bunch of old staple removers? Is this what she sent me up here to find? Wait a minute, that's it. I'll tell my coworkers jokes about staples. Mom, you're a genius. Now is my chance to wow them with my new comedy persona. Oh, hey, Benny. That's staple removing Benny to you. I'm a staple removing comedian. Awooga, awooga. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Benny's doing a funny character. Why did the stapler need to go to therapy? Because it had a hard time letting go of past attachments. <laughs> You're not gonna believe this, folks. My doctor tells me I should be on a staple diet. I says to him, Doc, I can't digest metal. Oh, that's really good. This staple humor really speaks to me. Who wants to see me remove 15 staples in 15 seconds? I do, I do. I do. Well, folks, you're gonna have to wait until tomorrow because I'm exhausted. Benny, Benny, Benny. They like me. They really like me. Hmm, I wonder if I could take this act on the road. Hey, uh, good evening, comedy cavern. Are you ready for your next act? Introducing Benny, the staple removing comedian. Yeah. Hey, everyone. What is it about staplers? They're always jamming. Who do they think they are? Bob Marley? <laughs> hey, uh, here's a thinker. What did the stapler say to the paper? Don't worry, darling. I won't let you fall apart. <laughs> you know, I used to work at an office. Does anyone here currently work in an office? We, we do. do. We do. And what are your names? Carrie and Max. Uh, we used to work with you. Uh, don't you remember us? Doesn't ring a bell. You two are about as forgettable as a pack of staples in a supply closet. Abruga, abruga. <laughs> hey, that wasn't very nice. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Give it up for Kathy and Mags. It's Carrie and Max. Wow, I guess fame has changed you. It's okay, I'm famous now, and that will never change. Anyway, as I was saying, paper would be nothing without staples. <coughs> staples hold <air. coughs> Oh no, I, I think something is happening to my voice. <coughs> hey, quit messing around and tell us a joke. Uh, I'm trying, but I'm a bit hoarse. A comedian without a funny voice? No, thank you. Let's throw tomatoes. <coughs> <coughs> I gotta get out of here. Mom, all of a sudden my voice is gone. I went to the doctor, but they couldn't help me at all. Benny, what's most upsetting to me is the way you let fame get to your head. This is definitely rock bottom. Your only choice is to follow that treasure map and ask the genie for help. A genie? What are you talking about? The genie lamp and the treasure map that are under the blankets in the attic? Remember I told you to look up there? Why? What do you think I meant? Uh, let's put a pin in that. I gotta get back up to the attic. Here I am in the attic, and here's the last pile of blankets. Let me just give it a shake. <gasps> the lamp! That makes way more sense. Let's give it a rub. Please, Genie, give me my voice back. Whoa! What's happening to me? Oof, where am I? Hey, welcome to the Valley of Staples. Your first stop on your epic quest to find a genie and get your voice back. A random vendor with clarifying information. Nice. 
The Valley of Staples is nearly impossible to cross, so good luck. Oh, also, I'm selling t-shirts. Two for one? I have no time for merch. Time to remove Staples like it's my job, because it is. Here I go. Huh, 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 huh. Made it. I wonder what could be next on this journey. Welcome to the forest of paper. That vendor moves fast. There's literally paper flying everywhere. It's going to be extremely difficult to cross, <laughs> unless you're a stapling connoisseur. Stapling connoisseur is my middle name. Staple attack! Dang, dude! So, do I get my voice back now? Yes! Yes! If... No! You are able to make the people of Unhappy Town laugh. Only then will you get your voice back. If you don't, you're stuck in Unhappy Town without a voice forever. But how am I supposed to perform comedy without a funny voice? It's never been done. Hello, people of Unhappy Town. Whoa, I didn't even notice this audience full of people. Who's ready to laugh? Oh, not us. We're unhappy. And we hate laughing. We much prefer to harumph. Boy, this is going to be a tough crowd. I guess if I can't tell my jokes, I could always write them? Please welcome Benny the Staple Removing Comedian. Wait a minute. The show is off to a highly unorthodox start. With Benny passing out slips of paper to audience members? Oh, uh, my paper says, Why does the stapler hate gossip? He doesn't like to meddle. <laughs> That's funny, like metal, but metal? <laughs> my paper says, Little known fact, staples make excellent back scratchers for mice. Here's my impression of a mouse scratching their back. Oh, yeah! That's the spot! A little to the left! <laughs> <laughs> that voiceless guy is funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm sad to say, I'm happy! Benny! Whoa, it's the genie! Yes, I am the genie, and you have officially won your voice back. Magic! Whoa! My voice! It's back to normal! Now that your voice is back, you are free to do whatever you want with it, including returning to fame and staple fortune. Thanks, genie. I know exactly what I want to do. Say, have you noticed that the office water cooler has been extra sad ever since Benny got famous and rude? Things haven't been the same since. About that. Benny! What are you doing here? You're right. I let fame change me. All I ever wanted to do was make you all laugh, and I'd love the opportunity to do that again. I'm just a guy standing before his former coworkers with his heart in his hand asking you, what is a stapler's favorite type of music? <sighs> what? Heavy metal? <laughs> that was pretty funny! Benny's back! Awoga! Awoga! The end. And now, Lee speaks with the author. Sebastian, your story, The Staple Removing Comedian, is hilarious. Thank you. How did you come up with the idea for it? I saw a staple remover on a desk and just recently heard a joke, so I just put comedians and staple removers together. Are you like a comedy guy? Oh, uh, yeah. So have you seen a lot of stand-up comedy? No, I'm more into dad jokes. I mean, I bought an entire book with like 300 of them. Can you define for listeners that might not know what a dad joke is? It's a joke that dads would say that's kind of cheesy. Like, it's not supposed to laugh. It's just like, to make you kind of just get happier. Can you think of any dad jokes off the top of your head? Why don't seagulls fly over the bay? Why? Because if they did, they would be called bagels. <laughs> I've heard that before and it still surprised me. 
Does your dad tell dad jokes? That's a big yes there. <laughs> Is he like uh, constantly doing it to the point where you're like sometimes annoyed about it? Or are they always welcome? They're always welcome. Have you ever made up your own joke? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I made one when I was like five. I still remember that. Oh, really? What was it? I think it was, why was the bee crying? Why? Because it was a baby. That's a pretty good joke. Have you ever heard of a pun? Yes. Can you tell listeners what a pun is? A pun is basically just playing with the word, like, basically the joke I just told the baby, it has the word bee in it because the bee was crying. And dad jokes are full of puns, right? Yes. What do you get out of telling a joke? I just feel happy for making somebody else feel happy. I just get some joy when I hear other people giggling. How do you think the job of a comedian was invented? I mean, I have jesters. I mean, that's basically their purpose, just to make people laugh, like kings. And why do you think that kings needed to laugh? Or why did they felt like they wanted to use their power in that way when they could have gotten someone to do anything for them? Because, I mean, if I were a king, I'd probably get very overwhelmed with having to do everything. So, I mean, I would need time to unwind and laugh a bit. Okay, I have one for you. Why shouldn't you trust trees? Why? They seem shady. That's a good one. How about this one? What did the boy say to his fingers? What? I'm counting on you! Wow, these are great. You've inspired me, Sebastian. I need to learn some more dad jokes. Thank you for sending us your story and for letting us perform it. You're welcome, and thank you for calling me and having my story on the show. You're welcome. Bye, Sebastian. Bye. Oh, feels great to get out of that costume. Now, before we destroy Kooky Carl, a character and costume that I worked really hard on, are you all completely sure that you were scared by it? Like, you weren't just... Excited and couldn't tell? Game Predicate! Okay, okay! Mmm, mmm, the cookie dough is good. The metal, not so much. Okay, so that's a thumbs down on Cookie Carl. Got it. We still have to show you the rest of the theme park. The whimsical world of Cookie Land Place. Cookie Land Place? Why not Cookie Island? Yeah, instead of Corny Island. What does the cornfield we're standing in have to do with anything? Like, is it part of the park, or was it just too hard to get rid of? Okay, I think that's enough notes for now. But wait, I wanted to give my notes. I have many thoughts to share. I'll put my notes in an email. Let us show you what we built first. Follow me. Just pass this last roll of corn. Welcome to Cookie Island which is what we've always called it. Whoa! This place looks incredible! Which is surprising based on everything you've shown us so far. A cookie archway, cookie roller coasters, and... Is that a cookie castle? Yeah, I designed everything, and Peter brought it to life using his magical cookie powers. Everything's made of cookies. Everything. So what do you say? Want to try out some rides? Yeah! $10 per ticket. Yeah, it's not a charity. All right, fine. fine. I have some doubloons. Lee, Smitty, welcome to the Milk and Cookies Flume Ride. Climb aboard your very own cookie raft and make your way down the Milk River. Whoa, that drop at the end looks pretty steep. That's when the cookie gets dunked in the milk. 
Whoa, that's so cool. Let's go, Smitty. Yeah. Off you go. Peter, Eric, is this real milk? <laughs> yes, it is. The raft is made of real cookie, too. Please try not to eat it. Peter, you're eating it. I said try. Megan, Siegfried, welcome to Cookie Castle, our fanciest experience on Cookie Island, where you can enjoy our fancy milk and fancy cookies. Finally, something for sophisticates like us. Now this is how you treat Broadway elites. Just remember the chairs and tables are also made of cookies, so try not to eat those. Peter, you're eating Again. the- I said try! Nimini, Rolo, I hope you're ready to enjoy the centerpiece of our park. The Cookie Coaster, the biggest roller coaster in the world to be made entirely from cookie dough. Probably. We, we didn't check. Okay. I'm not sure how it's going to work, but it looks fun. Let's climb on in. <laughs> and off you go. Uh, we're not moving. Uh, is it because both the car and the tracks are made of cookies? You know, we have run into that problem with this one before. <laughs> also, try not Peter, to- Peter, you're eating the track. Yes, I know, I have a problem. Uh, hey everyone, sorry to interrupt, but I think the milk in the flume ride curdled. And the cookie castle fell over because someone took a bite out of the bottom. Don't look at me, because it was me. Uh, what's that rumbling? It's Ragnarok! That must be the wolves that are going to eat the sun! Don't worry, this has happened before. The cookie coaster's just collapsing. The roller coaster we're standing right next to? Yeah. Oh, we should all run. Ah! We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with DashPass, and new members get a 30-day free trial. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! What you doing? Just waiting for a delivery. Oh, that's cool. What are you getting? It's here! Thank you! Delicious sushi! Aren't you going to eat it now? Oh, no. I'm waiting for a delivery. I thought that was your delivery. Another delivery. It's here! Thank you! What's that delivery? Groceries. Uh, want help putting them away? Thanks, but not yet. I'm waiting for a delivery. Another delivery? It's here! Thank you! Peter, why are you getting- It's here! Thank you! This seems like a lot it's of- It's here! Thank you! Peter, why do you keep getting so many deliveries? It's too easy! I can't stop! Well, what's that delivery you just got? Oh, more sushi? <laughs> Wow, I guess getting that many deliveries makes you hungry. You have no idea. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is brought to you by Paramount Pictures' new big-screen family comedy adventure, If... Set within the magical world of imaginary friends, If's fantastically fun, original story entertains audiences of all ages and delivers a comedy packed with lots of laughs and heart. If is in theaters May 17th. 
Personally, I'm looking forward to seeing If because of all the weird, wild, and funny characters. I saw the trailer, and there's this weird banana-looking character that you can only see in the trailer for like a second, but I'm obsessed. What's that guy's deal? I cannot wait to find out. Plus, if you know me, you know I like a stacked cast, and this one has got it all. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., and Steve Carell. Uh, A-list much? Not to mention that If also has my personal favorite actor of all time. That's right, Jon Stewart. I am excited to see this movie, not least of all, because I'd like to see and or hear Jon Stewart on the big screen. From visionary director John Krasinski, If is about a girl who discovers that she can see everyone's imaginary friends. It's the perfect movie to see with the whole family and takes audiences on a magical big screen adventure filled with heart and hilarious laughs that are meant to be shared. Best of all, If celebrates the power of a child's imagination, which, you know, sounds pretty good to me. See If in theaters May 17th. Hey grown-ups, today's episode is sponsored by Carnegie Hall Kids. Carnegie Hall Kids is a free website for children ages 5 through 12 to learn about music through fun games and quizzes, igniting imagination in children, offering activities that encourage musical curiosity, and developing knowledge of musical concepts. To find all of the fun, child-friendly games and quizzes, just go to, uh... Just go to... Jeez, I can't remember. Hey, Peter! Hey, Lee! Peter, do you know how to get to Carnegie Hall, kids? I sure do. Practice, practice, practice. No, no, no. That's the old joke about Carnegie Hall. I'm wondering if you know how to get to Carnegie Hall, kids. Kids can practice, too, Lee. Jeez. I know kids can practice. I'm just wondering how to find Carnegie Hall, kids. It's on 7th Ave between 56th and 57th Street. No, Peter, not the physical Carnegie Hall. I'm talking about the website Carnegie Hall Kids, where kids can check out fun musical games and quizzes. I'm not sure I follow. Well, there's one quiz called Animal or Instrument. Ooh, good question. I think you either sound like a crow or a trumpet. No, not me. Animal or Instrument is a quiz that asks kids to listen to sounds and then guess how they're made. Sounds okay. I'd rather learn about different musical traditions from different cultures, though. You can do that at Carnegie Hall Kids, too. I just need to know how to get there. You're going to want to take the NQ or R train to 57th Street. You can't miss it. It's a website! I can make an elephant sound! (sighs) Very good, Peter. (laughs) Thank you. Start your child's musical journey today at kids.carnegiehall.org. Hey, you figured it out! That's kids.carnegiehall.org. all destroyed! Peter, Eric, are you two okay? Oh yeah, no worries. This happens every day. It's just part of the cost of building your entire theme park out of real cookies and milk. Don't worry though, we've got lots of free time to rebuild it every day. What happens when you don't have free time? Huh. I guess we never thought of that. I know you said you weren't accepting any more notes. And we thank you for respecting our wishes. But have you 
considered building the park out of actual building materials? Like steel, wood, stone, you know, stuff like that. Nimini, with all due respect, I think you might not get the theme here. Everything's supposed to be cookies. Why don't you just make it look like cookies? Yes, <laughs> Say, wait, wait, what? Yeah, there's even a whole profession dedicated to that in movies and theater. It's called set decorating. You're saying that I can design stuff using more than just lava, glass, and cookies? Uh-huh. Like this? Wow! A perfect scale model of the cookie castle made of stone and steel. Huh. I never knew. Guess I can build anything out of anything. And to clarify, I shouldn't eat that? No, no, no. It isn't really made of cookies. It just looks like cookies. Oh, I think I'm getting it. I'll eat it later. Well, while we're all here, why don't we help you rebuild the park out of non-edible materials? Really? You do that? That's what we're here for, to help each other out. We may have been apart for a while, but the whole entire gang's finally back together. What about Baby with a Mustache and Rachel? Oh, yeah. There are a lot more of us than when we started. After we're done rebuilding Cookie Island, let's go get them. They both work near Lady Liberty, my accountant whose office is near the Statue of Liberty. While we work, let's listen to another story. Yeah! Hi, my name is Tess. I'm eight years old, and I live in Pennsylvania. This is my story. It's called The Smelly Cheese. Birds are chirping? Check. Sky is blue? Double check. Grass is green? Triple check. It's official. Today is the absolute perfect day for me, old Raj, to finally come out of my shell and invite my neighbors over for a little snack. Brenda! Evelyn! Oh, hey, old Raj. What's going on? I was wondering if, um, you two maybe, um... Yes? Wanted to, uh, um, tell me what time it is? Sure. It's 15 minutes to three. Hey, isn't that a watch on your wrist? I gotta go. Oh, I chickened out again. I'm about as lonely as that aging blue cheese I have in my fridge. Finally, food school is out for summer. Are you fellow Fridge Junior High students as excited as me, bad boy Broccoli? I sure am, Broccoli. Or my name's not Yum Yum Yogurt. <laughs> Don't forget about me, Parmo Parmesan. You can pair me with just about anything. And I'm Blue Blue, a blue cheese that's been in the fridge for longer than I'd like to admit. Woof, Blue Blue. Now that you mention it, you reek. Well, I am blue cheese. I'm supposed to smell a little funky. Right, Parmo? Um, you're more than a little funky. Come on, gang. Let's hang out in the crisper drawer. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'm the least popular food here at fridge school. Mom, I'm home from school. What's wrong, Blue Blue? Nobody at Fridge School wants to hang out with me because I smell. We are blue cheese. We're supposed to smell a little. That's what I tried to tell everyone. Oh, Mom, when will the human that owns our fridge put me on a cheese plate where I belong? Don't hold your breath. He doesn't need a cheese plate because he literally never has people over. Okay, old Raj, Brenda and Evelyn are outside working on their lawn. This is your big moment to go out there and invite them over for a glass of ice-cold lemonade. It's now or never, big guy. <laughs> hey, Brenda! Hey, Evelyn! Oh, hey, old Raj. What are, what are, what are, what are you all up to right now? Just working on the lawn, enjoying the sun and sipping some lemonade. <sighs> 
about oh, you? Oh, so you already have lemonade? Forget I was ever here. Oh, old Raj, you're never gonna make friends. Oh, Mom, I'm never gonna get out of this fridge. Now, Blue Blue, I know things seem bleak, but sometimes all you need is a good night's sleep to see the world differently. Now go get snuggled up on your sleeping plate. All right. Good night, Mom. Time to drift off into dreamland. Step right up, step right up. Cheeses of the fridge. Old Raj is looking for one delicious cheese to put on a cheese plate. Ooh, 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 pick me. Let's go with Gouda, Swiss, and one more. Oh, uh, uh, pick me, me. Parmo Parmesan. I pair perfectly with sweet or savory. What about me? Blue cheese? No way. You smell far too funky. Into the garbage with you. No! Oh, thank goodness that was just a dream. Lucky for me, I found the perfect way to mask my stench. Blueberry jam. The cool foods are going to love me now. Hey, guys, who wants to do donuts in my dad's new cronut? <laughs> it's a hybrid. Oh, Absolutely. I go. Hey, cool foods of Fridge Junior High. <laughs> What's going on? Why are you covered in jam? Oh, um, <clears throat> it's the newest style. And it's great for masking strong scents that one might be emitting. <laughs> well, it's not working. Plus, you're dripping jam everywhere. <laughs> I thought it would help. Sorry, Blue Blue, but not everyone can be paired with sweet and savory. Come on, gang. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. 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 The cool foods are right. It's time to accept my fate. I'm going to end up in the trash, alone, just like the human who owns this fridge. Okay, Old Raj, today is the day you will invite the neighbors for a friendly nosh. Oh, who am I kidding? You're not brave enough, Old Raj. No one will ever want to be friends with you. You should just give up. Huh? Who could that be? Oh, uh, hello, Brenda. Hello, Evelyn. Old Raj, we are in a real pickle. Evelyn and I made buffalo wings, but we don't have any dipping sauce. Any chance you have any ranch dressing? Yeah, or maybe something even tangier? Um... What do you say? I say... Follow me, ladies. Follow me to my refrigerator. Hey, everyone. Oh, hey, Blue Blue. Good to see you finally cleaned all that jam off. Yeah, that was a silly idea. What schemes have you cooked up today? I'm giving up. You guys helped me realize that it's pointless to try to cover up what I am. I'm just a smelly, worthless piece of unwanted cheese who will never be eaten. Blue Blue, I don't think it's like that. Whatever. I'm just going to get myself stuck behind the drawer and stay there until I start to grow more mold. See ya. <laughs> no, wait. Blue Blue, come back. I feel sort of bad now. Maybe we should... The fridge door is opening. Uh, don't worry, ladies. I have the perfect thing for your buffalo wings. I've been saving this blue cheese for a special occasion. What? The funky tang of blue cheese is the perfect complement to spicy buffalo wings. Now, where did I put it? I thought I had it right here. Oh, no. If Blue Blue hides behind the drawer, she's going to miss her chance. We got to go find her. What's wrong, Raj? Do you not have it? Uh, no, just give me a second. I'm sure it's here somewhere. Blue Blue, are you down there behind the drawer? Just leave 
me alone to rot, please! But Blue Blue, the human who owns the fridge, is looking for you! I knew it! Today's the day he's decided to throw me in the garbage! No, it's just the opposite! He's having friends over for buffalo wings and they need a tasty dipping sauce! A dip where I'm the central flavor? Am I dreaming? It's your time to shine. I'm sorry I acted like I was better than you. Truth is, your stink makes you unique. Thanks, Parmo. Come on, gang. Let's live cheesily ever after. Here, help me up. <gasps> well, ladies, I'm sorry. I guess I was wrong, and once again, I have failed to make a connection. Human who owns this fridge. I am Blue Blue, and I would be proud to be served with your buffalo wings. For you see, like you, I wasn't sure of myself, but now... Oh, here it is. Whoa! Goodbye, friends! Yay! Oh my gosh, Three I knew it. I knew I had this cheese in there somewhere. Raj, you're a lifesaver. Do you want to come over and have some wings with us? Would I? Um, well, he's, um, uh... Ladies, what this human is trying to say is that he would love to... Yes! Wait. Talking blue cheese? Oops! Ah! <laughs> the end! And now it's time for Story Pirates Roll Call. Send us your stories. We read them all. We read them all. You know we love them. for Story Pirates Roll Call. First up, we have a story from four-year-old Maya in Colorado called Mailbox Village. And Maya's story has my favorite twist of the week. You see, the mailboxes are very happy in this village, and then meteors turn them into scary, evil mailboxes that destroy everyone's houses. But then, these evil mailboxes just decide to go to Florida. And in Mailbox Florida, they have all kinds of fun adventures. And they even go to a poetry office every single day for work. Maya, I love your imagination. Great work. Next, we have a story from eight-year-old Fia in Ireland, and it's called A Blob. And I love this story because it talks about blobs doing all sorts of things that I didn't know blobs could do, such as petting a cat. I would assume that the blob's sticky gooiness would get in the cat's fur and would at least upset the cat in some way, but the blob also plays video games, and then the blob goes to bed wakes up and writes a story, and the incredible details just continue from there. You're gonna have to check it out to find out what happens to this blob and the, spoiler alert, human. And finally, from Adam, a nine-year-old in Massachusetts, we have a story called Sir Something Something's Quest. And this story has my favorite character of the week. It is King Random Guy, and the explanation for who King Random Guy is wonderful. It says, King Random Guy was a literal random guy chosen to be king. And that, my friends, is why we should always fight for democracy. Great work, Adam. To read all of today's Roll Call stories, head to storypirates.com slash podcast. And now it's time for you to write us a story. And if you don't know where to start, here's a story spark to help you along. This week, we asked Tess, the author of The Smelly Cheese, the following question. Tess, do you have a favorite letter of the alphabet? And why is it your favorite? Why? And why do you like why? I think the 
Because most words don't actually have it in them. So kids, what's your answer to that question? And can you use it as inspiration to write a brand new story? Grown-ups can submit kids' stories at storypirates.com. And remember, we respond to every single story we receive. And grown-ups, whether or not they write us a story, you can tell us your kids' answers to that question in our Instagram stories. Just search Instagram for at storypirates. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. And a big thanks to today's authors, Sebastian and Tess. We'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, stay creative and stay kind. The Story Pirates podcast is a production of Story Pirates Studios, executive produced by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Sam Bear, McKenna Cox, Minzwi Karami, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, and Lee Overtree. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Bear at the Relic Room in New York City. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord and produced by Sam Bear, Bobby Lord, Jack Mitchell, and Brendan O'Grady. Roll call theme by Andrew Barbado. Musical scoring by Jack Mitchell and Eric Gerson. Our head writer is Minzwi Karami. Contributing writers are Rachel Jarofsky, Peter McNerney, Lee Overtree, and Alexis Simpson. This episode features performances by Sarah Morganashi, Eric Austin, Ryan Chittapong, Chris Ferry, Ilana Fishbein, Lindsay Ford, Dan Leahy, Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, Quinton Johnson, Rebecca Robles, Anna Rock, Peter Russo, Julia Schroeder, Addie Weirich, Harry Wood, Nimini Ware, Matt Zimbrano, and Brandon Zellman. Hello, Peter, it's me, Cookie Carl. Carl, what are you doing in the mirror? I thought you were gone. No, Peter, I live on inside you. You can't get rid of me that easily. Oh, I never wanted to. Don't let them change your vision for the whimsical world of Cookie Land Place. Actually, it's just called Cookie Island now. Cookie Island? How could you... Uh, actually, no. That is better. That's way better. Everyone's got great ideas, too. Like, instead of making everything out of real food ingredients and constantly rebuilding the park over and over, we just use building materials once. Oh. That is also a really good idea. We really should have thought of that one. Oh, boy. Well, that's okay. My time will come soon enough. They haven't seen the last of me. Cookie Carl. <laughs> uh, what? Peter, what are you doing? Are you trying to eat the mirror? I'm hungry. And this mirror's made of cookies. Oh, all right. Less weird. Still very weird, but less weird. Enjoy. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> 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 I ate him. <laughs> <laughs>